we're back for another par train open championship or for short the open preview it's just stradnev what's going on my man not much uh you know just happy to be here it's been a while so uh, i'm stoked to be back in the seat the mic the mic is hot there's a lot of buzz for this a lot event, of buzz okay? a lot of buzz this event is guaranteed to have a a big time winner and the last three have been playoffs so not only is there going to be a big time winner there's gonna be drama oh I like could you that. ask for anything more maybe some booze some scotch okay we've got scotch too so Great. so that's good but right. this episode is full of everything you'd want to get you pumped for the open. Okay. Mm-hmm. Strat sits down. Dustin Johnson gives him a pep talk he needs. Had to be said. I pulled Jordan Spieth in the room. Yep. Gave him a pep he talk. He needed it. We debated if the open is actually the best major of the year. There's some yeah. strong opinions on both sides. Uh, some recent trends. But why don't you tell the guys and gals about the challenge belt? Yeah, uh, you know, it, talk I mean, about give debate. too much away. <laughs> you want to talk about debate? Uh, what's a better trophy, a, a cup or a gold belt? I bet you didn't know that that was even a conversation to be had, but you should probably listen. Tune in to the end. There wasn't always the cleric jug. We'll just put it out there. Oh. And then we basically go into everything and anything that you could want when wanting to think about who could win the Open in 2018. We look at the biggest winners in 2018 and how they fared in opens. We've looked at the open winners at Carnoustie in the past, the trends of the season. And then at the end, you guys could tune into the end because the segment needs to be said is said. Yeah. And and everyone shall be richer for it. And just a warning, when you do listen to that, as I say at the end, make sure that your headphones are in. It's not suitable for work. And if you're listening in the car and the kids are in there, you might want to turn it off. Or throw the kids out of the car. Yeah. So open week. Let's just dive right in. And we are back for another part train. It's just Strat and Ev this week. Serm couldn't make it. It's a shame because this is one of our favorites. Strat, is this not one of the best weeks out of the year? It's a good time. And uh, I'll start with it's also just good to be back. Um you know, I've been out of the uh, episode game for a minute, so I'm happy to be back. And it is a shame that Serm's not going to be here, although I think we can pretty much paraphrase all of his arguments into Trevor Immelman's going to win, mm-hmm. and he loves Brendel Shambly's takes, mm-hmm. and he's going to want you to play under the wind. And I think we did it. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Serm. Hey, Serm, thanks for being here. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Appreciate you. Appreciate um, you. But, you know, Serm also loves a good quote, so I'm just going to read a quote. Tradition does not mean to look after the ash but to keep the flame alive. The wow. Open's all about tradition, and boy, am I on fire. Let's start this thing off, okay? We both got our scotch. Let's mm-hmm. start with some fun segments, okay? Let's start off with Sports Psychologist, okay? One yeah. of our favorite segments. I love it. Um, what pro do you think needs a sit-down? This is an easy one for me, and I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in. Hey, DJ, it's me, Golf. Remember me? We used to be great buds. Used to hang out all the time, have good times, win money, do dope shit. It's been a while, bro. Wake the fuck up. Where has DJ been this year? This is a course that is perfectly suited for his game. I saw him fucking around with the, uh, what is it, the gapper, the tailor-made gapper. He's a, he's a stinger guy, you know? Mm-hmm. All he has to do is play that fade, run it out. He, I mean, he, is it crazy to assume that he could hit a knockdown, run out, 300-yard shot? No. Am I wrong? Am no. I wrong? You're, Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Am I wrong? Deech, please. You're in my pool. Um, I need you to I need you to show up, okay? Wow, fantasy one. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone, you guys want to know how I'm doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> but 
this is this is a this is the time for you to step up to the plate. You you need to at least have as many majors as Brooks Kepka. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. You know, of all the sports psychologists out there, um, it's not really the the Rotella route, but Strat likes to throw in f bombs, and that's his thing, and it works for DJ. So no judgment here. Okay? I'm speaking. I know my audience. How about yeah. that? Yeah, he's being himself. Okay, Jordan, why don't you take a seat, Mr. Spieth? Um, I know that it was tough to give back the Claret Jug because, let's be honest, every golf media outlet wrote that as a headline today. Not sure why. You know, I know it was tough giving it back, and I know that it's been a little tough for you since the Masters. We talked about it. It was tough to not to not get that one after the way that you played on Sunday, and I know you weren't happy to, to miss the cut at Shinnecock. But let's be honest, okay? You are the type of player that plays their best when it matters most. Okay, forget the U.S. Open. The Open, you know how to win. And you said today, if you could go back to last year, you wouldn't win like you did. You would make zero bogeys and walk up the 18th, wave to the crowd. But that's not how it works, George. Okay? You're going to get up there, and you're going to play your little stinger. You might even play, what was it, the three iron that he hit uh, by the tour truck? Basically, you need to just hit that club all day off the tee. And guess what? You're in the top five in greens and reg. So just keep rolling it. You know your putter works at the majors. Let's do it. Let's just pull one out of the hat and win back-to-back, Brooks style. The golf media outlets will go crazy. Back-to-back-to-back winners for the first time ever, maybe? Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. All right, a little bit more positive than mine, but that's okay. Again, speak to your audience. Yeah, you know, positive reinforcement versus, you know, get your head out of your ass. It works. It works. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of debate about, the the open how it compares to other majors i love the masters strat mm. there's nothing like it but i'm just going to go out there and say that the open is the best major of the year and here's why okay oh. a primetime golf when you wake up there's nothing like it we just experienced with the world cup okay the open yep. is serving as a continuation of that for us the history you can't argue with the history the cleric jug argued the best trophy in sports it's mobile you can carry it around he encourages large consumption of Guinness. It's iconic. It requires creativity. It celebrates the stinger. We're all about that stinger. And they even say the champion golfer of the year at the end. Mm-hmm. How can the Masters compete? Uh, well, you've made a hell of an argument. Um, but uh, in my mind's eye, uh, the, the Masters, it's it just feels different. Something about it being on the same course every year. You know what to expect. Plus, they got that green jacket, which is really nice. Mm. Um, they might do well to, to adjust the trophy though, because being able to carry a lot of booze in it, it's appealing. Okay. I'm not oh. gonna lie. Maybe you just put a straw, a, a metal straw, <laughs> oh. plastic straws. Okay. Let's keep <laughs> the plastic straw straws on the out. chimney, huh? Okay. Yeah. Let's keep the plastic straws out of this, but maybe you throw a little metal straw in there. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, we were talking off air, you know, how they say before they announce the winner champion golf of the year, what would be a better option than champion golf of the year before they say the winner? Any ideas? <laughs> The, uh, in the 2018, this guy is good golfer of the year, Jordan Spieth. Okay, that's not bad. Let's try the best damn golfer the game has ever seen. Okay. Jordan Spieth. Uh, okay. Uh, or we could go with uh, and the proper cunt golfer of the year, Jordan Spieth. Or the tradition modernized, Jordan Spieth. <laughs> that's that's a little close to, uh, what is it, Glory's Last Chance Championship. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mr. Guinness mm-hmm. himself. There's a lot of options, but um, let's pop into some some trends. Mm-hmm. Okay, we got to start thinking about what's been happening in the game and how it might impact what we're going to see this weekend. Why don't okay. you start us off? 
Well, as we record this, it's only Monday evenings. So yep. what, Tuesday, early afternoon, somewhere in Scotland. Mm-hmm. A couple things that I've noticed so far. Uh, we mentioned it before, but two irons, they're back. They're always back when it comes uh, to the open every year. And I like that. Uh, every time I go to Roger Dunn, I try to hit a two iron. I almost always hurt somebody, whether it's myself or uh, one of the employees. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate watching these guys being able to uh, stroke one down the fairway. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fairways, the ground is not lava here. Okay, it's it's a pool table. I don't know if you saw this today, but I was watching a dude bounce a golf ball off of the fairway grass like it was a Super Bowl. <laughs> Came right back to his hand. I thought I was watching Wimbledon, but I wasn't because it was Carnegie. Hey, Stan, um, it's that time of year. You know, the U.S. Open, people are dropping balls in the rough. Open I mean, time. You want to talk about the... They're bouncing and, it. Yeah. The, the, the way to measure fairways is on social media by dropping a ball onto something. That's the only way I can tell what's going on. Yep. Uh, also, green grass, it's overrated. Okay. Britain, Scotland, they've done green grass for a Brownies. long time. We're going back to just the straight doo-doo brown. Okay. Brownies. Visually, it's tough to watch, but uh, <laughs> at least those greens are a little bit different. There's some juxtaposition. Also, I don't know if you know this, Scotland's national anim- national animal. Do you know any guesses? No. Yeah, because it's not real. It's a fucking unicorn. Oh. They've gone with unicorn, which I don't know. Is this not fun? You know, it's a, it's a mythical beast. What do you think about this? That's a lot of good trends, and all of them get me excited for this week. I mean, when you combine two irons with pool table fairways, brown greens, and unicorns, I'm in. I don't really care what it is. That's all the salesman needs to say, and I'm at the front door ready to pay. You sprinkle a little acid in there, and everyone's having fun. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, speak about history. Microdosing. Yeah, something back in history. Okay. <laughs> well, those trends, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will keep those trends in mind when they're um, they're making their picks. But it's it's important stuff. We also like here on the par train um, to teach a bit about the history, right? Some people would say we make history fun. Um, Do they say that? They say that. I've I've have you not heard that? I've heard it. No, I haven't heard it. Shocking. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah, good for us. Uh, good for us. Fun fact. Not sure if you knew the Claret Jug before there's a Claret Jug used to be the Challenge Belt. Okay. Excuse me? Yeah. A Challenge Belt. Yeah, no, I uh I found this uh scroll in uh over in Edinburgh. Uh I was, you know, going it was in around. a bottle in the sea, right? That yeah. washed up to shore. Yeah, it this was is cold. how we got this information. I was wearing that. a fur. I had to dry it over an open fire. Anyways, here it goes. This is a quote from the people that made it. The impetus to provide the challenge belt had come from the Earl of Arlington and derived from his keen interest in medieval pageantry. He was preeminent in encouraging sport throughout the social spectrum and was a leading light in setting up the Open Championship. The Earl donated many trophies for competition, including a gold belt for competition among the Irvine archers. The original challenge belt was purchased by the members of Prestwick Golf Club. And what's funny about that is when I opened the bottle, that's what it sounded like when I read it. It wasn't even a choice. It just happened that way. It's almost like you didn't even have a scroll. It's like an audiobook, you know? Well, I, I don't know if it's black magic, uh, but, you know, I popped that cork and that's what came out. Thankfully, I remembered it exactly the way it sounded. For the yeah, I'm thinking they might need to bring the challenge belt back, though, because, like, the Claire Jug is, is great and all, but uh, 
Why are we not putting fucking WWE belts on people these days? I mean, Masters Matthew. trophies with straws, challenge belts for the Open. We're you're welcome. We're you're welcome, game. PGA. You're okay. welcome, PGA. Okay. That one's free. The second one you're going to have to pay for. Okay. The next thing is we want to look, you know, here, besides teaching history, you know what else we do for people? Mm-hmm. We do the research for them. So all mm-hmm. they have to do is turn us on and they'll sound smarter. So Numbers, we guys. went through all the big winners in 2018. It's been a pretty great year. Recently, it's been a bit of a snooze. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Korea. And um, the big winners in 2018, uh, we looked at how they fared in the Open. And there's a few guys uh, that stick out. DJ's one of them. And since mm-hmm. he's your boy, and since yeah. you just took him through it, I'll let you highlight that. He's been cut once. He's shown up nine times. He's had five top 25s. Best finish was second. And of those top 25s, three of those were top 10s. So he's coming in light this year, and I can't really explain why. I mean, he was a front runner at the U.S. Open, and he just kind of fell apart. But I can't really point to one thing that's not going well for him right now. So I'm thinking maybe it's between the years. Maybe. I mean, some would say is Brooks getting a second maybe the motivation, little push that he needs, right? Could be. Can you imagine the golf media stories of DJ getting a major right after Brooks and the two buddies now have two. Yeah. I'd love to see a reality show with those two guys. Electric, pure electricity. Uh, Speaking of electricity, Phil fig jam has played in 24 opens. Uh, He's obviously had a a win this year, 24 appearances. He's only been cut five times. Obviously he won at Muirfield Uh, two seconds, one third, and four top tens. So it's interesting. Someone was saying, I think it was Ricky, actually, that he doesn't remember a firm, fast, open like this since Muirfield. And guess who won in Muirfield? And Phil, Big I think, champion. is second in putting on tour. Oh. Not to mention this. Mm. He just released a stinger to rival Tiger. I saw this. Yeah. So now yeah. that they're having their little grudge match for $10 bucks, Phil... Phil releases the stinger, and, uh, you know, it's probably a move to intimidate Tiger. Probably working. But you factor in Phil that's won this year, that's had success in the Open, figured out how to do it, has a stinger, and is second in putting? Look out. And he's coming in as a bad boy because he doesn't give a shit about rules, Mm. and he doesn't care if you are upset about it. Mm. So you throw a little bad boy. Also, chances that Phil wears a leather jacket while he's in Scotland every single evening, strong to quite strong. Very strong, and, and it's not—it's not gonna be fit. It's not gonna fit very well either. No, it's gonna no, be no. real bad. No, his hair is gonna have weird, wet. weird sunburn. It's gonna be wet. Always wet. It's gonna be sunburn <laughs> and a scalp. And but it is interesting point you bring up. The the bad boy is going back to where it all began. The guys that wrote the rules. Back so in it'll black. be interesting to see how they accept it. Uh, speaking of bad boys, uh, Ian Poulter having a bit of a resurgence this year seems to be inspired. 16 appearances at the Open, been cut five times, just like Phil. Best finish, second place. Uh, he's got a third, three top tens, six top 25s. This is, a, like I said, he's feeling it. He's, uh, you know, he's bringing fucking weird putters out of the bag. Also, as an aside, I don't know if you follow this guy on Instagram, but he has an incredible collection of cars, and I would love to figure out how he affords them because, mm-hmm. uh, not, I mean, Ian Poulter, popular guy. He's he's basically buying cars like he's got Tiger money. And uh, unless he's made some incredible business decisions, I don't I don't know how it works out. So maybe we get the IRS. I don't know. Maybe he got rid of out. his clothing line, so <laughs> oh, can't be good. Freed up some capital. Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> either that or he's struggling. 
could be okay, the well, coin. <laughs> either way, he should drive one of his beautiful cars down to the course, and maybe he can uh, have a result this weekend. Okay. Uh, Justin Rose obviously has a win this year, and he's been mm-hmm. playing as good as anyone. Okay. Rose is going to be one of the guys that talk, that is talked about the most, so we want to break it down for you. He's played in 16 Opens. He's been cut five times, seven top 25s. Of those, he's got two top 10s, one top five. Doesn't it feel right that a Justin Rose would get a U.S. Open first and then an Open? Like, he mm-hmm. has to get an Open eventually after the way his career started. So if he's ever going to get one, I think this year would be his best chance based on the way he's played. I also think if Justin Rose could piece together a four or five win season and get to the number one golfer, he could theoretically hold it for four years. The way as consistent as he plays, if he could just piece together the big stuff, I don't see why he's not going to be ranked number one in the world because he just finishes top five every goddamn week. Rose is the type of guy that you won't really hear about day one, day two, day three. And then, oh, my God, suddenly people start falling back. And he's there, and he has he makes a charge on Sunday and has a chance. That's my complete, prediction. Complete opposite of Rory Sabatini. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, the hat that he wears doesn't work in Scotland. Sure. But go on. So, okay. Well, we mentioned him earlier. Brooks Kepka, four appearances, one cut, two top 10s, two top 25s. Um, best finish? Sixth place last year. Brooks is quickly moving up the ladder of um, just – Beautiful idiots. Uh, he might mm. surpass DJ. Uh, I think if there was one person in the PGA that didn't have a clue more than DJ, it's Brooks. Um, and maybe that's exactly what he needs. You know, he just sees fairway, hit ball long, ball go hole. Brooks win. I don't think he really understands the moment enough, which could be an advantage because he doesn't even know what he's playing for. He's just playing to win because it equals a check. Big money. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> And pronounce Francesco Molinari's name in an Italian accent. Francesco Molinari. Okay. Uh, Just made some pasta. Okay, so Molinari, you got to talk about him. Arguably one of the hottest guys on the planet right now. Mm. Ten appearances. He's been cut four times. Three top 25s. Best finish tied for ninth. You know, this is kind of one of those picks for all the gamblers out there that you want to throw him on because he's won... And he's playing really well, and now he's going back to Europe. But it also doesn't feel good picking him, does it? No, it doesn't. So the question is, do you pick him, Strat? Uh, I mean, if <laughs> we're betting money, <laughs> <laughs> if we're betting money, I don't know. It'd be a t- maybe that's my second group that I'm betting money on, but I can't, uh, in good conscience, pick him. I don't know why. It just it feels weird. Part of me is kind of wanting to get inside information because we're in the same pool for every major. Because sure. um, I'm on the fence about picking him. It almost feels <laughs> like voluntarily going to the dentist. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it, I'm not due for another six months, but I might as well get in there because I'm just feeling it. The last guy that we haven't really talked about, uh, which unfortunately I could see happening, is Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed oh, fuck off. is starting to be a little bit like Brooks, where in the biggest events this year, he's got as many top tens as anyone this year. And his best finish was T12. Would you? What would you do if he's up there come Sunday? I mean, the whole world's upside down. Oh it, it would make sense. Okay, I I would be furious, but uh, he's just he's so goddamn cocky, but he's so goddamn good. And it's like the the cockier he gets, the better he gets. So uh, I'm sure, you know, what was his comment before uh, the Open? I'm the only person here that can win all four. If he wins, yeah. I'd kill him. But oh, well. good for him. But fuck him. <laughs> okay, I guess Patrick Creed's never coming on the show. Okay. All right. We went further and we looked at winners at Carnoustie. 
in the past. And the list is apprised of a few big names. Uh, mm. Ben Hogan in 53. Heard of Gary him. Gary Player, 68. Tom Watson, 75. Wow. Paul Lowry, you know, not the biggest name, but still a solid player in mm. 99. And then Harrington, obviously, in 2007. It's the Open and it's Carnoustie. It's oh. going to be a top 10 guy. It's going to oh. be a huge name. It's going to be a huge deal, the winner this year. You're, get, you're getting mad, and I'm not mad at you, so mm. I'm just going to need you to chill out because you're yelling at me. Oh, sorry. Okay? This guy. I, I agree with you here. Um, if you look at, I mean, just the Open in general, if you look at, uh, you know, the last 10, 15 years, you, you got big-ass names that have won this thing. Spieth, McElroy, Fig Jam, Ernie Els, mm. Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. Mm. These are not inconsequential players. They're also not flukes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the U.S. Open can be such a fluke win. The PGA Championship, you know, it's not even really a major. Um, but uh, this is – you got the big dogs that show up for this. And I don't know if it's because it's typically links or if there's just so much history. So you've got the guys that are really passionate about this event. But I don't think you're wrong here. I think it's going to be a big dog. Okay. Well, speaking of big dogs, we also looked at the t- – 2007 leaderboard because this is another way to think about okay who played well here in the past obviously Padraig won Sergio should have won oh also the last three championships were all won in playoffs oh get ready for not only a big name but drama talk about a dream am I right yeah Yeah. but the guys that were on the top of the leaderboard in 2007 Padraig Sergio Ernie Sink was up there you know who else was up there Rosie tied 12 Tiger heard of him Tied 12th. Zach Johnson, tied 20th. Yeah. Um, it kind of leads into the conversation. We haven't talked about him at all, and it's hard not to. Is Tiger Woods going to get his 15th? <laughs> I said it's going to be a big name. He's done oh it before. God. Nothing would make me happier. I was watching him on social medias mm-hmm. hitting the gapper, mm-hmm. which we mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, which is just fun to say, but it looked really comfortable. He had a great outfit on. This is prime Tiger Woods sweater vest season. Okay. I want him to maybe, maybe he goes a bit of a throwback. Maybe he straps on some of those big fucking billy pleated pants. He cinches that belt in tight and he gets a big trash bag polo with a sweater vest and he just tears this bitch apart. Is there anyone that doesn't want to see that this week? Uh, I do. Friend of the program, Brandon Chambly just tweeted this out today. Okay. Quote. This course could not set up any better for Tiger. Only two holes hint at going right to left, his weakness, in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Firm condition will allow him to hit irons off the tee, his strength, in parentheses. And you just alluded to it. Slower greens will mitigate putting problems. I like Tiger a lot this week. Um, okay. It's no secret that I hate Brandel. All right. Oh but to his credit, I will say, for all the shit he talks about Tiger, he still, you know, game recognizes game. And he uh, he will not rule him out um, just just because. And I got to say, these takes, I dig them. My prediction is Tiger's in the mix on Sunday. That's all I'm going to say. God. But uh, if Tiger wins, we're doing something crazy. I don't know what it is. Oh, we're going live. We're going live, we're, and I'm going to be blackout drunk. Yeah, we might go live. Axel and Soren are going to be on. And those are Strats kids. And it's going to be lit. So, um I think the last thing we want to do is there's a few things that need to be said. Mm-hmm. And, um, gosh, should I just let you start with Rory? Oh, God. All right. Actually, before you start, I just want to let everybody know this might not be suitable for work. <laughs> I want you to put on your headphones if they're not already. If there's kids in the car, 
turn it off. Okay, go ahead. Start. <sighs> okay. I watch Rory and I see a guy who just doesn't care. He's showing up to golf every week, and the guy doesn't give a shit. He's showing up for the Nike commercials. He's showing up for the photo shoots. He's having a great time pretending to be a sports superstar, but he doesn't give a shit about golf. Watching the guy putt, I mean, you want to talk about tough to watch, okay? You want to know what compounds it is the fact that this guy with his driver off the tee is one of the most beautiful visions to behold. Sure. Okay. It, it, I mean, it's, it, it makes, if it doesn't get things moving downstairs, then you're fucking blind or deaf because you can hear it too. But you watch this guy mope around the golf course. He's got his caddy buddy. Every other week I'm having to see him in a fucking one direction guy on social media. Mm. I just want the dude to give a shit again because he's got a he's got LeBron syndrome, which he's got so much natural freak talent, mm. but it doesn't have the psycho Jordan slash Tiger mentality that it takes to turn that into pure dominance, mm. which he could he could very well be. So get ready for fucking Rory this weekend. I'm gonna call it right now. He's not making the cut. He's gonna be in trouble early. We're gonna. I'm probably. This has basically become the thing with Rory. Tuning in Friday, I'm like, oh, what's going on here? We got featured groups. Rory, one of the first tee times, he's hitting his seventh shot on a par four out of oh, a place wow. that I didn't I didn't even know it existed on the golf course. <laughs> and that's it. That's all she wrote. <laughs> and that's Rory's week. Yeah. Well, speaking of Rory's week, he's done it nine times. He's been cut once. He's obviously won one. He's had the third, four top fives, four top tens, and five top 25s. So he's done it. But Strat's a little fed up with the trajectory. Even though he's won this year, that's the craziest thing. Is it's just he's almost like we get frustrated with, you know, the speed up and downs this year. Rory's gotta be him and Phil have to be probably the most inconsistent top players in the game right now. Like I said, tough to watch. I'm I'm surprised you didn't sit Rory down, but I know DJ's your boy. So yeah. All right. US Open was terrible. I mean, we're talking the app and the website and the streaming. The coverage, we won't get into the coverage, but um, you'd think the Open, being the Open, would learn from that, number one, but also try and emulate the Masters a bit from a fan-watching experience. I don't know if you guys have downloaded the Open Championship app yet, but it's trash. The website? Garbage. Okay? (laughs) Your boy was at work today trying to dive deep on some interviews while I'm doing other things. Hashtag multitasking. Hashtag millennial. Engagement. And it took me to a video on how to get to Carnoustie. The best ways to get to Carnoustie. Hey, RNA, just a heads up. Most of us aren't going to be there. So you might want to give me some player interviews and maybe some original content like the Masters does leading up to the event to get me pumped up and excited about the event. I know you don't need to. I'm on a damn podcast talking about it. I'm pumped. But come on. Be better. This is this is a tough one to hear because I just downloaded that app and I haven't looked at it yet. <laughs> and uh, this is a problem, okay, because I need something on those early Thursday, Friday rounds. If I can't be watching that shit live, I'm going to be pissed. All right. Well, that's all we got. So why don't we close it out with a pick? Okay. Who do you think's going to win? Um, I'm going to go Tiger. Fleetwood. I'm going to go Tiger. Oh, dear. Why not? Take why a chance. Not? Take a chance. Okay. Well, if you're going Tiger, I'm going Ricky. <laughs> God, we're going to sound like the worst fucking podcast out there. Well, we think Tiger and Ricky are going to win. I mean, 
It's just not fun. I mean, I will tell you this. I tweeted out today. Ricky has never played at Carnoustie in an open. Number one, this needs to be said. Mercedes gave him a G-Wagon to drive from mm-hmm. the Scottish all week to the open at Carnoustie. Yeah. And it's a regular American G-Wagon. So that needs to be said because driving on the other side of the car on the other side of the road, it's as stressful yeah. as anything I've ever done in my life. And I was doing it on my own. My, my phone that would die <laughs> easily. Hashtag <laughs> airplane mode. Yeah. And GPS that would crap out in the car. So this guy is just chilling in the American side of the car going from doing a little road trip from Scottish Open to Carnoustie. And he said today that after he played it, it's got to be his favorite course on the open rota. So the guy's comfortable. He played well at Scottish. And he seems like a silent assassin in his interviews. I think this, to, to me, Ricky, I know he almost won the Masters. I've always felt Ricky would win an open as his first major because of his experience in the wind and how much he loves playing shots. And it just feels right. Look, if any of our picks win, I'm going to be fucking fired up. I would love nothing more than to see Ricky win a goddamn major. And if it happens to be this one, you know what else that means? It means that his beautiful fiance is going to come trotting out onto the green to celebrate. Okay. So everybody wins. Everybody wins. Yeah, that is, that's a great call. And you know what? I would bet against anyone that a Ricky Tiger final group is as good as there is. Mike them up. Mike them up. Oh, wow. Mike them up. Okay. Well, that's it. I'm fired up. I'm jacked. He's jacked up. I'll see you at 5 a.m. I'll get the scotch and the, and the, and the Scottish breakfast ready like we always do. Mm-hmm. And um, let's go. All right. Until next time. Okay. Okay.